I don't care how old I sound when I say what I'm about to say. TikToks are freaking hard, man. It's not. It wasn't even TikTok. It was real. Like reels, TikTok <laughs> videos, trying to time those things up, and they don't make it easy. And it's not like you. The only thing I can do quickly is when it's just like, boom, here's a video. Like I posted. Well, yeah. If it's like just me talking to the camera or just a video of the cats, like when it requires timing something to a specific like viral sound or mm-hmm. whatever it is, when it requires that. And multiple edits. Like, I have to use a third-party app because editing in Instagram is a giant cluster. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're trying to do. And I'm going to get into why we've spent so much time (sighs) with this specific TikTok Reels video. I'm going to explain also why my ankle hurts. (laughs) It's all the same reason. It's all the same reason. Uh, Welcome to My Day Friday. You know what? It's Friday. What's up? It's Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. And you're listening to my two favorite people, Carla Marie and Anthony. It's my day Friday. Hi, I'm Perry. Hi, I'm Leanne. Hi, I'm Jesse. Hi, I'm Jeez. I'm Will and Mix. And you're listening to oh, oh. It's my Friday, bitches! Woo! You know what? I I love this intro for today uh, because I feel extreme today. Oh, yeah. I feel real extreme. So extreme. So this morning, and this is the reason the podcast is a little late, we sat down to record it around uh, noon 30, if you will, on the West Coast. Carla Marie and I got to wake up this Friday morning, this fine Friday morning, and go over to Lumen Field, Mm -hmm. which used to be CenturyLink, where the Seahawks play, where the Sounders play here in Seattle. And they had everything set up for Monster Energy's Supercross Championship. Yeah, Supercross, bro. Yeah, extreme. Yeah. Uh, First off, before we get into any of the details of what we did there, let me explain. If you've ever watched those guys speed around that course and go up and down and, and whatever, as difficult as it looks... It is like a hundred times more difficult when you're actually on the course. But we got to see the guys do it mm-hmm. beforehand. They did like a practice run, I guess, yeah. to show off. and Or to practice. I think they were showing off for the media, Maybe. if you will. No, but it was so cool. Like, they're so high in the air. Mm-hmm. And then they just, boom, bounce down like nothing just happened. And then when you get on there, because when you're looking at, even in, in like 4K, you're looking at that course. It's all dirt and it's all the mounds and everything. Uh, similar to like a monster truck course, but you're looking at it, you don't really get the idea of how loose the dirt is and how many divot, divots and holes and rocks and oh my god, just obstacles there are that don't even look like obstacles. You can launch off your bike at any moment. Yeah, which I did. So Anthony got to try out. One of the bikes. Mm-hmm. He tried out a little, <laughs> a little like clown bike, like a little fifty cc baby bike. It's, it's literally what they teach kids how to do motocross yeah. and stuff or supercross on. And he was like doing okay, and yeah. then he wasn't. <laughs> I did two laps of like the infield, so no yeah, jumps yeah. or anything like that. I was able to turn successfully a, a handful of times. I do think because the bike was so small, because it was for kids, yeah, that. My body, like my feet didn't really fit on like the pegs or they would get stuck on the pegs or whatever. So it was a little difficult to maneuver. Um, Also, I was super nervous 
Why? I don't know. Because there was just like people watching me and like stuff. Like the actual Supercross dudes were yeah. like the ones teaching us. And after I finished my second lap of the infield, yes, I decided I'm going to go a little bit longer. I'm going to just take it back to like kind of where I started. And that's where it all fell apart. Now, we are working on a, a Reels or TikTok yeah. video to show exactly how I fell. Fell. And basically. No, no, no. That is not the word. What did I do? Crashed. Crashed. Yeah, yeah, I crashed. Straight up. Anthony went over like like a chunky area of dirt, and I made a joke in the video. I'm like, oh, my God, you hit a jump. And then all of a sudden, because he, like, bounced, he hit the throttle, which <laughs> they warned him would happen. He hit the throttle and went full speed into what we all, including Anthony, mm-hmm. thought was a concrete, like, divider, it looked yeah. like. But it was actually. Like on the highway. That's yeah, what it looked like. It was actually giant pieces of foam. Which we didn't find out until Anthony crashed into yeah, it. Yeah, thankfully. And I think that's actually... So once I hit the the bump and hit the throttle and kind of jerked forward... Now, keep in mind, I'm still going like 10 miles an hour. This is not very fast. And you'll see the video eventually. You can follow me at Worst Anthony on Instagram and on TikTok. It's the same thing. So once I hit that, I definitely started panicking a little bit. And they had just placed down these barriers. Because the barriers were dividing where we were on in the infield from like the main finish line jump area. And I should have noticed because there were just like dudes carrying them, not like machinery putting down these big blocks. But they had just put them down. And as I look up after my hand hit the throttle and I jerked forward a little bit, I got even more nervous because I was like, oh crap, those are just con that's like a concrete wall. Mm -hmm. So I think all of that I tried to like stop with my feet at one point and then just went right into it. Thankfully the second I crashed I realized like, oh, this is soft foam. It's yeah. not that bad. But then because I kind of flipped over to the side a little bit, um, I think my left foot got like caught under the bike or something. Something jammed up my left foot. And the medic foot. came over. I was like, do you need help? And yeah. he was like, no, no. I'm like, I think he does. There wasn't a chance in you have hell. A cut on your leg? I do have a cut on my leg. But a little, it's a scrape. Okay. So if you want to see real athletes do Supercross <laughs> and you're in the Seattle area tomorrow at Lumenfield Saturday, mm-hmm. they are like, it's a full-blown race, and they're going to do wild things. And I'm, I'm glad, though, that everything happened the way it did because I have, not that I never had respect for those yeah, but f- those guys, it. but not, I had no concept of it. Right. But just walking onto the infield, walking around the course a little bit, seeing them do their thing, and then being on the slowest, smallest bike <laughs> that they had available and still not being able to, like, maneuver it. Because even when you're riding, um, I'm sure anyone else who did this would would agree, it's like... Because it's not asphalt, it's not like a smooth surface, yeah. it's hard to maneuver that thing, especially at the the lame, slow speeds we were going at. You should have uh, full throttled then. Well, I did, and we see, well, you'll see how that ends Okay. in the video. But what you just said about having like more respect or whatever, mm-hmm. it's what I always say about like the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Because I've always loved the Winter Olympics. I've always looked at it and been like, I can never do that. Yeah. Then I started skiing and being like, oh, I could really never do that. Like you full, you start to understand the, I guess the gravity of the work that goes mm-hmm. into it and the, the precision and the perfection of what they do. It's, it's another level of human. Yeah. I mean, even just something as simple as watching someone in snowboarding, for example, do a method. And a method is like, it's a very basic move, but it's one of those things in every Every discipline of sports has something where it mm. looks so easy, but like to layup? do it well, it's so technical. Where to lay up? I would one? say shooting a three-point shot in basketball. Okay. I could do that. 
or or throwing like a, a 30 yard or kicking a field goal actually in football. They all look like pretty simple things mm. to do. But when it's you not. do it and you're, so and you're the best, yeah. it's super technical. So when you see someone do something like a method, which is where you're in the air, you grab the board from kind of behind you and you like, oh, yeah, yeah, you do that. That looks like the simplest thing they do on a snowboard course. But when you try to get even six inches of air mm. on a regular mountain as a regular human, you realize how hard what they're doing. Yeah. Their simplest thing is way more difficult than anything we do as, you know, commoners, common folk. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know how they do it. But the guys we met were so nice, mm-hmm. so cool. The one guy, Alex, we found out that last week got into a full-blown fist fight on yeah. the course, which apparently hasn't happened in Supercross in five years. He was like viral. He was but, like a viral sensation in the Supercross world. So now he's my Supercross idol. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Cade were awesome. Yes, the both uh, of them. Cade is the one who who ran to my rescue. When you Carla Ray didn't even flinch. She just watched me you know crash into a I wall. Scre- I like screamed, and I didn't even think I recorded it because I like panicked. And then as we were watching the video over and over again, I said, wow, I didn't even... Run to you. Didn't even move. <laughs> uh, but this is this brings me to something that I was actually thinking of as we were approaching Lumenfield to enter and, and do all the things that we did this morning. There's things I've always wanted to do and maybe set up like a, a, a challenge for a year where every month I try to learn a new skill, mm-hmm. right? So one of the things I wanted to do was get like my uh, my gun license just to be like, mm-hmm. oh, I know the, the basics, right? Right. I know, like, gun safety rules, things like that, and I know how to fire a gun. If- yeah, for when we're in the apocalypse yeah. and we need to protect ourselves. Yeah, when Russia and North Korea come over here and try to invade, I'll be, like, ready. Um, mm. But no, that'll help. Dude, I won't help. I'd be the most useless person. I'm going to have my go bag and my cats, and we're just walking back to New Jersey. But So that's one example, right? But right. I also wanted to get my motorcycle license and or take some motorcycle-like courses, not because I think I'm going to buy a motorcycle, mm-hmm. But just so I can say, like, oh, yeah, I also have that skill. And I want to do things like that. Maybe it's something I'll start in 2023. Um, 23 is my favorite number. Maybe I'll make it, like, the oh. year of 23. And listen, message me. DM me, at Worst Anthony, some other things, some skills I can learn. And it has to be something simple like that where I can take a weekend course. You know what I mean? I'd say it's a weekend? Something like that. I think you should do cooking. I would like to take an intro to... This is going to sound so lame, more lame than me crashing into a foam uh, divider and hurting my ankle. I want to learn from a really great chef food prep basics, yeah. like how to dice and yeah. slice and chop and I don't know, things like that. Cause, like sous chef. Yeah, kind of. Because if you watch me, like I can make a couple things. And Carla Marie, you actually enjoy when I make chili. It's decent. Yeah, it's good. But for me, <laughs> no, it's good. for just to chop the peppers, it takes like 20 minutes. Forever. I'm like watching him. I'm like, dude, there's literally, we have a, a Mr. Chopper or whatever it's called. I'm just so scared of like slicing. No, put it in the machine. No, then it gets like uh, mushy. I don't like okay. it. Well, anyway. I, things like that. Yeah. What would you learn? I could also just teach you how to be better at cutting things. No, I need to, I want to learn from experts. I want, I, I, I actually. The reason I want to learn, Sorry. Is because I want to be able to have life skills and tell people like, oh, I have a certification in this or I have a, I've taken a course in this. Well, that's why I said we should do the personal training one. That, that is one of them. It's a weekend. I don't think you're going to be here. No, it is. Okay. Maybe. But that's also like 700 bucks. Company card. So maybe we start a, a GoFundMe. I don't know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, I 
actually this week was looking up writing courses because okay. I, as I'm like putting together these stories that we do on the morning show podcast, I'm like, what am I saying? Like my writing doesn't make sense and it doesn't have to, as long as I can convey the story properly, the writing doesn't need to be great for the podcast, but that is yeah. what got me down this path of, I lost my touch because I haven't had to write in so long. Like even something as simple as like blogging, we used to have to do that for the radio station, yeah. but I haven't done even that in a long time. So the last time I had to write something for real was in college. Mm-hmm. So 12 years ago, 13 so years ago. So what I, kind of writing class would you take? Like, it, where do you find that? so many. Uh, Coursera has a bunch of them. There's some free ones as well. I don't even know what you said. Coursera. C-O-U-R-S-E-R-A. Oh, it's like an online Online thing? courses, okay. yeah. Um, there's creative writing. There's copywriting. There's business writing, which I probably wouldn't do. I wouldn't do PR either. I would probably do... I would like to do creative and copywriting, I believe. Does... What if you went to UW, University of Washington? And just do like a single course? Yeah, like, like one not, class. I don't know how that works because... Do you have to like apply? That's the thing. Like, <laughs> with your SAT I, I mean, scores? No, probably not with SAT at this point. I would get in. I graduated mm. summa cum laude. Mm. Summa cum laude. UW's a pretty good... It's no, a wait. pretty smart school. I always do... I do this every podcast. Like, what? The order of the cum laude's. You, I don't think you've ever done this before. No, I have. I always forget what I did. I need a... Uh, so which cum were you? The middle... Cum. The middle. <laughs> I got. I had no no Mardi Gras beads around me at graduation, or or whatever they a, not a beads. Sash. No, because don't some people have like a like a not a tassel. It's like a oh, rope. I was magna cum laude, which, which is seems what? like it would be the most, but summa is the most. Summa is the most. So there's cum laude, which is the lowest, magna, and then summa. Cum laude is not the lowest. It is. Whatever I oh. was <laughs> was the lowest because we don't even get named. Yeah. But there's things, and again, message me with suggestions, things I could learn in maybe a week or a weekend. Like uh, REI, for example, the retailer, REI, like where you go for outdoor stuff and tents and whatnot, they have courses you can take like, oh, you know, three-season survival skills. Yes, yes. Like I want to do things like that there's, and just learn a lot of crap every once a month at least. But here's the thing. I like the idea of it and then I get there and I'm like, oh, I can't, nope, not staying here for six hours. The day I had to do mm. my... Boating license. Another one. I guess I would have to do it for Washington, too. I don't know. Do they transfer? Well, if it's anything like the driver's license, if your license expires, you've got to take the whole test again. Well, your boating license isn't... Oh, no, that is a new thing. My dad had to take his boating license again at one point. Like, you had to get tested? Yeah. Man. (laughs) They should do it for drivers. I know we talked about this back in the day when we had a radio show, but uh, when I moved to Washington, I never, like, I didn't switch over my ID soon enough so my new jersey id expired and when i went to go get a new one because it expired i had to retake the test everything the written and the behind the wheel Mm -hmm. test had i gone a couple weeks earlier they just would have transferred my stuff over because why anthony because i procrastinate and i don't do paperwork yeah Yeah. i just don't do it Mm. it's not my thing one day one day no it won't no you won't just accept the fact that you won't I, I've accepted it because what I was going to say, Carla oh, Marie, is so one day, I've gone to jail for it already, <laughs> I will make enough money mm. to hire an assistant yes. specifically for paperwork. They're going to have the easiest life. It's going to be like, read my mail, sign the things I got to sign, done. Basically, I do that for free. I don't know. I need one too. I still have we a warrant out for our, my arrest. We have, well, that's what, for jury duty. Yeah. I reminded you. Yeah, yeah. I... 
need to also do my taxes. Yeah, I got to do that. We have like a week and a half. No, three weeks. Yeah, we got to do that. Yeah, got to do that too. Hmm. See, again, not really a paperwork person. I've you missed- should get one year of your life where you're like, I'm not doing it this year. I did that. <laughs> I did. One year, I just completely <laughs> forgot to do my taxes. And then I called the tax guys like, hey, what do I do? He's like, well, just file an extension. We'll do this for you next yeah, year. Yeah, they don't like, if you're not like, I don't know, they don't like come for you. Well, here's the thing. They were going to give me money back anyway. So they weren't really concerned right. about my taxes. If anything, by me not doing my taxes, all I delayed was the government sending me my own money back. Because I, I still have not been in a tax bracket where like I, I owe a lot of tickets. A lot of what? Tackets? I don't know. Taxes. Um, because mainly I do that thing that you check off every year where, like, they take all the money out of your account, yeah, out I of got, your paycheck. I got screwed because I, this was years ago, not screwed. I mean, I guess you're supposed to want to owe something. It means that you, like, isn't the thing you want to owe, not actually want to, but that means that you weren't screwed. Getting money back Seems you're talking like to the wrong thing, person, but it's not. You're just talking to the wrong. I because wish I could answer. I was answer. making all of this money off of 10.99. Oh yeah, yeah. Work when we were still on the radio. Yeah, so, when you were a streetwalker. Yeah. What? Hmm? It doesn't even make sense. That's not. That's not. Even, they don't get tax on that. In some places. <laughs> Same thing. Basically, I was an influencer, and <laughs> still selling yourself. Yeah, and um, because I didn't have enough, um, I guess write-offs for that part of my life mm-hmm. is where I ended up paying. Because you don't get taxed yep. originally on that work. And now, basically, that is all of my work. So, I will have a lot more write-offs. That is the one thing if you're in freelance or in, any, in, in mm-hmm. influencer world, freelance, contractual. whatever. Contractual stuff. Smart people, not me, will normally tell you, like, every check you get, save, like, 20, 20 to 25% 20%, of it. Yeah. Because you're going to pay that at the end of the year mm-hmm. if the taxes aren't taken I out. I do have it all in a separate account right now. Mm. Like, that extra that I hope. That if I, I hope I have enough in there to pay. But there's also a limit, right? Like if you make under a certain amount as a contract worker, you don't have to pay taxes. Oh, well, we I should, guess. Can we find a tax, a real tax professional that can give some like free advice? Yeah. Or there's got to be someone. There definitely is. They've definitely reached out to us before. Just, no, to ha- not advice to us, like advice to listeners as we get close to tax season. But we also need the advice. Yes. And it's not close to tax season. We are at the end of tax season. Yeah, close to the end. You see, you didn't listen to my full sentence. You didn't sentence. say it. No, I said we are close to the end. <laughs> Roll the tape. Of tax season. Um, you know, my brother, my brother Justin actually messaged me. Because I guess when we started doing games on the morning show podcast, mm-hmm. and this is because you said roll the tape. He pointed out that when we were first doing games, we would, like, set up the rules all the time and, like, repeat them throughout the game and then repeat the score throughout the game. And then I guess we we stopped doing that. And he's like, listen, you don't have to repeat everything all the time. If someone missed something, they can just press the the back button. Because we're so used to radio where yeah. the the model in radio is, like, every time you're talking. Repeat yourself. You are talking to a new person, a new listener, and an old listener. And you've got to straddle. Hmm. That when did he give you this piece of advice? Uh, like three weeks ago. It would have been nice for you to also pass that along to me. No, I don't do that. You're such a bad communicator. <laughs> I sure am. It's you're actually the worst. Com- you, you along with some members of my family and your own family. I feel like you guys don't communicate with each other. We've talked about this. My own family. Yeah. Um, no, we don't. Like we speak to one another. Of course, but the like. 
when there's when anytime there's something that's being planned, mm-hmm. there's always someone in my family that drops the ball on some sort of big piece of information. Yeah. And like when talking to my mom specifically, it's the game of telephone where something always gets added. Got that, yeah. Generally added, not really left out. So then I'm telling Like a new detail. Then I'm like, what? And then one's like, that's not true. And I'm like, that's what mommy said. So what's going on here? But now I started getting better at like saying like, hey, to my family specifically, I'm going to be home. These these are the days I'm planning on coming home. What is happening around or on these dates? Do I need to come home at a different time? Because I'll, I'll book my flights and I'm like, oh, you should have come back the day before. We're doing this big <laughs> thing. And I'm like, you asshats. Why wasn't it like loop me in on things? Yeah. I am Communication excited. is key. Carla Marie actually pointed this out to me. So uh, I'm going to be joining Carla Marie's family to a Disney trip this yes. summer. What did I point out? Oh. And Carla Marie pointed out. That's not out, even what you're excited about. No, I mean, Disney's cool. It's fine. But Carla Marie pointed out this will be the first birthday because we're flying to New Jersey first, meeting up with everyone and then flying, much like we did with our Spain trip, our yeah. trip to Spain. Yeah. Going to fly to New Jersey, meet up with everyone, and then all fly together to, to Florida. But... I will actually be in New Jersey for my birthday for the first time in six years. Yeah. So I have enlisted. And I'm pretty excited. I have decided that I'm going to throw you a Jersey birthday. No, no, no. No, I'm doing it. No, because your Jersey and my Jersey are different. No, jerseys. we're going to have sparklers, Jaeger okay. bombs, girls in tight little dresses. I'm going to bring all your ex-girlfriends to the party because yeah. that's what you used to do. They're going to probably not go. No, no. I, I, think can... most, I think almost all of them are married or engaged at this I point. I can get at least one of them there. Okay. I could probably get two, but I only want to get one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. And it'll be a great Wait, two. Time. Maybe not a girlfriend, but a girl you hooked up with. There are at least two that would. Right, say- hold on. Write the names down. <laughs> write the names down. This isn't because I'm trying to protect my own. Like that one would definitely say yes, but I don't want that one there. This one, obviously, yes. Uh. We're possibly going to her wedding. Yeah, one, one or. One or two of those people would show up, yes. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. I've, I have good relationships with both of them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm not throwing in the birthday party. No, no. I, uh, I will say this. Other than maybe like, this is going to sound so weird. Other than the women that I fully dated, mm-hmm. like called girlfriend at some point in my life, yeah. those two probably don't like me very much. I think everyone else that I've had some that sort of relationship sense. with um, still appreciates me in some capacity. I think that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think that's weird. Because I don't, like, even in my more, you know, flirty days, I uh, I think I treated pretty, people pretty well. You know? You definitely were running the game. What do you a mean? A full-blown Ru- system. Wow. What are you, 80? <laughs> You're definitely running the game. <laughs> no, you were running a game. <laughs> Like you on all whole. those <laughs> floozies. Yes, I was going to say. You and your floozies you at the sock hops. No. What are they called? Everyone know what I meant. You were running the game on all those women. What do you mean? <laughs> what is? Or my mom would say you were going with all of them. I don't know what any of that means. You were definitely with multiple women in the same time frame. So, yeah, you may have been treating them nice. You weren't yeah. a dick to them. No, exactly. But you weren't giving them the respect. I know. I disagree. The, behind the scenes. You weren't giving them the respect when they weren't around. Because what, respect what, when they're not around is just as important as respect when they are around. I would say this. I don't think I lied to any of them about anything. 
Okay, but you weren't honest in your... You were definitely hooking up with more than one girl at once. Yes. And they didn't know. They didn't not know. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? No, I think there's a difference. Because none of us ever got to a situation where we thought that was it. None of us ever got to a situation where it was like, oh, this is a, so an exclusive I, thing. Is this a time for me to ask? Is this an exclusive thing? I mean, you, may, you better ask at some point. That's all I know. All right, so what's happening with this New Jersey birthday party? What's, right. what's your idea, Carla Marie, of Anthony's New Jersey birthday party? It's going to be probably on a rooftop somewhere. There will be a DJ. Maybe DJ Marco Pento. Okay. Well, that'd be cool. That would be. Spinning. Running and spinning. <laughs> and then he's going to be running the games. And then... Running the game, spinning the disc. Hosted by D, uh, Scary Jones. Okay, yeah. On the mic. And there'll be, like, sparklers that we all get to hold when we sing happy birthday and we take shots. Can I make a request? Because I do love the... I actually really do love the idea of it being hosted by Scary. Yeah. Like, that I'm not would paying make, him. No, no. He'll... Oh. But, We'll do a place that like he's friendly with, and he yeah. can grab yes. the microphone. I've already thought about it. But I also I don't want him to have to host the whole night. No. So we invite Greg T. <laughs> no. And they they alternate hours. No, I can't. Because Greg T is a great MC as well. If you like ironically bad MCs, it sucks that you're not. This isn't like a big birthday. Like part of me wishes this was your fortieth. No, but this is. I still got a couple. What is this? Thirty-seven. Yeah. Wow. Which is crazy because the last birthday I spent in New Jersey was my thirtieth. That's not true. Yeah, it was. That's. I was 30 when I moved here. Absolutely true. Why are you... Holy shit ball. Yeah. Because I moved here at 30 and a half, essentially. So this is going to be your real 30th birthday. Because we don't really give you a crazy 30th. No, I didn't really do a lot for my 30th. Uh, I was what... also in like a bad headspace in my 30th birthday. Do we think we can get your cousin Michelle to fly to Jersey and make you a cake? Absolutely, yeah. Because okay. her birthday is the following week. But we won't be there for that part. No, I'll be in Florida. Okay, so Florida. Michelle, cake, scary, <laughs> okay. and Greg T. Greg T. Okay. is the request. Sparklers, ex girlfriends serving drinks. No, they don't. You're not making them serve drinks. No, that's what they got to do. <laughs> what is wrong little, with you? No, um, at least one or two ex girlfriends needs to be there because that is always the parties you would throw. And then remember that was the drama. Yeah, that. Yep. I do remember. <laughs> um, and then, that was more college 20s, Anthony. No, we won't do that. But I mean, they're invited. <laughs> By the way, guys, this podcast is going to take a turn in the next couple minutes. It's still stuck at the bottom. Because I got some pre-workout in my cup. It's just, I got I some it. drink in my cup. Everyone will get shots of pre-workout. Okay. Uh, uh, we probably won't do food. What am I going to eat? You're going to eat before. Please. The snack queen? Is it going to think about food at my birthday? Tacos and burritos. What if we just do it at Gringo's? I was thinking of that. Do they have an outdoor space? Yes. And they do have- Why are we planning my birthday party in because uh, Because March? This, what is, is this? this is what you do. It is my birthday month and I am even planning your birthday because you did what for my birthday? Nothing. You planned nothing. Yeah. You had a great birthday, though, right? So I'm going to you or, Did you or did you not have a great birthday? Yeah, but you didn't do any of it. But that's not the point, Carla Marie. I planned karaoke. Did you or did you not have a great birthday? I didn't even get one surprise. <laughs> there wasn't really... This was a tough birthday because there wasn't really a lot of wiggle room for surprises. No. And the one that I did try, which would have worked, um, there was a death in the family, so that... In Sam's family. In Sam's family, so that kind of threw so, everything off. anyway... I will plan your birthday party, and I will live vicariously through it, and I will ask to be celebrated as well. 
So you didn't mention, you mentioned DJ Marco Penta. Oh, yeah, Marco. Spinning right. the tunes, right? Spinning on the, no, what is that called? On the ones and twos? Ones and twos. <laughs> um, who I'm very excited because in less than a month, he's going to be out here in Seattle for the first time, and I think he's doing two DJ, like, gigs. Okay. One on Friday, one on Saturday, so I'm very excited to party with him again. I'm going to make the invitation like a club flyer. You should. Wait, how many people are being invited? Oh. Like, I don't really have that many friends anymore, you know? Actually, I take that back. I have a lot of friends. I don't have a lot of friends that um, live close enough to that area now and have the freedom without kids or other responsibilities Well, that's why we got to go. plan now so they can, you know, make their hotel oh, rooms yeah. in advance. Well, you know what, Carla Marie? But here's the problem. What? Are we going to do it on your actual birthday? I don't know. What day of the week is my birthday? I have no idea. So, your birthday is on Thursday, June 23rd. We fly the next morning. Oh, that sucks. We fly to Friday? Yeah. What idiot booked that? My brother. What? What's Who wrong with him? your free trip. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll figure something out. Maybe we'll go there the week before and I'll have it a week early. Anyway, we got to move on from this birthday talk. No, the, the week before is Father's Day. Nobody wants to celebrate you on Father's Day. I'm a daddy. <laughs> I just gagged. <laughs> Literally gagged. That wasn't even a joke gag. <laughs> Invite all those ex-girlfriends. <laughs> Ew. Oh, Ew, man, the pre-workout Take it back. Kicking I want some. Whoa, you're going to spill all that. <laughs> Wait. You're, you're not going to like that. That's way too sweet for you. You are a cat daddy. Mm-hmm. Am I going to get a... I can mommy isn't a thing. <laughs> <laughs> the only, like... You could be like a sugar mama, like, which you kind of are. I no, live in your home. Yeah, but it's right, sugar, sugar mama, ca- uh, sugar daddy, not sugar dada. So it's... Because <laughs> <laughs> dada sounds like you're a toddler. Mommy no, mama's and daddy. Like, oh, that's a hot mama. <laughs> okay, mommy. Sugar mommy. Sugar Ew. daddy. Cat mommy. Cat daddy. No. You're not going to like that pre-workout. Mm. It's all stuck on the bottom. What yeah, is it's, that? Uh, this is Sonic's cherry limeade flavor of ghost pre-workout. That was a free ad for them. But I got it yesterday. So... I <sighs> One of the problems, there used to be... A, this is a meathead problem. There used to be a GNC down the street. That closed and became some stupid math tutoring place. <laughs> Idiots. Became the <laughs> Derek Zoolander school for kids, <laughs> kids that can't read good. <laughs> and other, what is it? There's more. I don't know. And uh, now there's only vitamin shops around me, which I actually like them a lot. However, the one, the guy who I follow, Jim Stepani, and I like do all his programs, his stuff, for whatever reason, isn't sold at vitamin shop. It's only sold at GNC. So I went to vitamin shop and got this ghost pre-workout, uh, which I think might be a Jersey based company. They have like a pretty cool little ghost logo, a bunch of cool flavors. Are you looking it up right now to see if it's a Jersey based company? I am. And I only say that because my friend, Nicole knows the owner and she's based in Jersey, but she also knows like, she knows every single human yeah. ever. Cause she's super cool. Unlike me. Are you looking it up? What do we got? Uh, Nevada. Nevada, not even close. All right. Do you like it? it it's weird. The it's, way. it's a very cherry. No, it's weird the way you said that. What? I don't know where. Do you like it? It's sweet. It tastes like you literally just put cotton candy yeah. sugar. I feel like that's why I didn't think you were going to like it because it is very sweet. But because I took that pre-workout and because Carla Brie and I have a uh, hot date tonight, it's date night. Right? We have a double date. Oh, yeah, it's a double date. Um, we're going to see Joe Gatto. 
We are going to see Joe Gatto. Uh, he is performing at the Tacoma Comedy Club this weekend. He has six shows here. That's crazy. And if you if the name sounds familiar and you're like, wait, why do I know Joe Gatto? He um, is one of the guys who used to be in the Impractical Jokers. He has recently, in the last year, yep. left that. He's focusing on some personal stuff right now. Uh, but he's going to be out here. Good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Super, super funny. So funny. So, so I'm very excited to see him. And it also, because I was, I was really mad last week that I had to miss Chris DiStefano. Oh my God. It was probably, probably my favorite live comedy show. And not that I don't like Joe, because Joe has been very kind to us. He visited the studio a couple times. He's That's said right. very kind things to us about our podcast and whatnot. Uh, but Chris is someone who I actually text with every now and then. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm more friendly with Chris than I am with Joe. And I was so mad. Not only was I mad that I missed Chris DiStefano, but I spent all of my credit card miles, all of my airline <laughs> miles, to go down to San Diego with gas prices through the roof. Did you buy gas? No, but that's big, that's why the tickets were so expensive, oh. I think. And I got to San Diego. Beautiful, sunny, gorgeous San Diego. Went to the university where the, uh, the NCAA tournament was taking place. Got to my seat and watched Seton Hall lay the worst egg I have ever <laughs> seen. As a Seton Hall basketball fan, it was the worst game I have ever seen them play. Man, now, I laughed they, so hard at that show. Were they going up against a very good team, a very good defensive team that was going to make the game ugly? They did. But the fact that I had to watch my favorite team get manhandled like that while Carla Marie and our friends were just laughing it up with Chris DiStefano in oh, Seattle. It was a riot. Everything, just all the, the different factors came in and just made my night even worse. Yeah, so if you can see Chris DiStefano... Both. Stu. Stu. Chris <laughs> Stefano in a city near you, as I was going to say. Mm-hmm. He's in Vegas this weekend. Yeah, and, and uh, he's all over. He's got a bunch of shows in, in Florida at one point this season, I believe. Also has a really good podcast with uh, Sal, another one of our friends from the Impractical Jokers. Mm-hmm. So Hey, babe. You can check that out. It's called the Hey, Babe Podcast. Hey, Babe Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I love stand-up comedy. It's one of my favorite things to do in oh, the whole world. Oh, it is? It is. Yeah, why? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> why? Are you kidding me? Why? Last week. Yeah? When we were playing that stupid ass game. What game? Six things you should know about your partner or whatever. 12 things in six months. And it was, what does make your partner laugh? And I said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> comedy and stand-up comedy. And, and you, you can go back. fun of me. You can go back and listen to last week's podcast. It was pretty good. <laughs> Not as good as this one. No, last week was a riot. But. The reason I said that, Carla Marie, is not because stand-up comedy doesn't make me laugh, but the way you answered it was the stupidest thing you could have said. The question was, what makes your partner laugh? And you said stand-up comedy. You may as well have just said funny things. No, because you specifically enjoy that, and you just said it yourself. I love the experience of stand-up comedy, much like I love the experience of going to a movie. Mm. I love it because- you're not really supposed to be on your phone, right? Your your attention is all supposed to be turned in that one direction. The whole place is supposed to be experiencing the same thing. Yes, you can order drinks and food and whatnot, but uh, I just I've always liked it. And I think it's because growing up, I used to go with my older cousins, like way before I was supposed to be allowed into places like the mm-hmm. Comedy Cellar or anything like that. We'd go to the village, we'd go to the Comedy Cellar, and I got to see people like Dave Chappelle, like Louis C.K., like Crazy. David Tell. All this is back in like the late 90s early 2000s i was in sixth grade going to the like the mecca of new york comedy clubs basically my cousin would give the bouncer like an extra 20 bucks so again to reiterate 
yeah. my answer was a good answer because I know it's no. something. Your answer was not a good answer. If you're, if the question was, what is something your partner loves enjoy or enjoys to do or loves to do, going to stand-up comedy shows would be a perfect answer. What makes your partner laugh? The correct answer is not stand-up comedy because that should be an answer for literally everybody. Imagine someone's like, I hate comedy. That would be a terrible person to be with. I mean, there's definitely people. Comedy Although I did say that to someone in the city one time. You know, if you're walking through Times Square, oh. and I used to have to go, I, I would park near Times Square when I was working for my dad, and I would go to the jewelry district to, like, work for him and, like, pick up orders and whatnot. And every time you pass through that area, like, over Broadway, there's always someone trying to give you a flyer for some show. Mm-hmm. And it was always a comedy show. I think Gotham Comedy yes, Club is down there. Yes, makes sense. And there's always dudes, you, you have to walk by like six of them. Mm-hmm. And they're they always giant trying to give it, signs. Yeah. And this one guy he just was, he was like, hey man, you like comedy? And I looked at him and I said, nope. And he goes, man, you must suck. And I just walked away. And when you're a New Yorker, like, I try to be as pleasant as I can without. But it's like, I deal with this every day. Exactly. It's not like I'm here on vacation. And I wasn't unpleasant with the guy. I was like, man, I don't want your flyer, dude. Like, I'm not going to throw away your garbage for you, basically. Yeah. But I also understand that life because when I was on the street team, mm-hmm. I handed out a lot of flyers to a lot of people that didn't really want them. That's just New York, man. Getting people to stop in a city like I New know. York is so hard. What do you think is harder? Stopping people to talk in New York or stopping people to talk in Seattle? Seattle. I think, I think you're probably right. Oh, I take that back. I meant New York. No, it's tough. Because Seattle people will be like, oh, What's going on? Why do you want to talk to me? Like, no, I, I, they'd be very confused. They're not going to be rushing past you because they don't do that here. But they'll try to ignore you in Seattle. And, and I'm talking the city of Seattle, right? Like, imagine the downtown area. Oh. Because, like, downtown or the Times well, Square, New York tourist, is a different, though. yeah. Like, if I was just at the, the farmer's market in Ballard and I was like, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? I got this new podcast. You should check it out. That's true. People would probably stop at the, the farmer's market. And that is one of the things I like about the farmer's market, even though, yes, it is 100% a tourist trap. We need a booth. Oh, wait. It, I'm it, talking, you're talking about, I'm talking about the Ballard Farmer's Market. No, no. I'm talking about the, the, the Pike, Pike Place. Place. Ballard, uh, Pike Place Farmer's Market. It is a tourist trap, right? Like, you've got the first Starbucks. People line up. People take a billion pictures. But it's a tourist trap that locals can still appreciate from time to time. Like, I'm not going to go there all the time, but there's some restaurants that yeah. they're really like, you get a New Yorker or someone from New Jersey to go to Times Square Ugh. in New York. And I, I would go every time I would go see the tree, too. Like, it would be like a package deal. What a couple times for the tree. Oh, I'd what? usually go, like, if I was already in the city and it was late. I'd be like, oh, you know what? This is the perfect time. They're going to close the tree in about an hour. I know, but it's like when you do the whole process, like when I would go with, like, my family, it's like you go see the tree and you do this and it's freezing and you're walking. And I'm like, I'm exhausted at the end of the day. For what? We just... Pummeled through people yeah. to go look at a tree that looks the same every year. I for was, us who live there. Exactly. I think everyone should go once and experience Christmas time in New York City. Because mm-hmm. if you've never seen it, and if you're not from there, I could imagine it being pretty magical. Yeah. It is. There is something magical about New York City at Christmas. And it's probably the fact that, like, Hollywood has made it this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Home Alone, Elf, like, yeah. all uh, Miracle on 34th Street, yeah. all of those big movies somehow encompass or include New York but when you're there all the time especially when you work in New York 
and you've got to somehow get through that crowd for whatever it's reason. Crazy. Oh man, I that was the worst when I used to work for my dad because the jewelry district. It's like there being a music festival in your city mm-hmm. every day it, for a ju- month. The jewelry district is Forty Seventh Street, and Forty Sixth is where like a lot of like that's yeah. where the tree is and everything. So just getting a parking spot, getting across the street, everything was annoying. Mm. Yeah, I don't miss that. Man, we talked about a lot of things today. What did we talk about today, Carla Marie? Uh, we talked about your birthday party. Mm-hmm. We talked about you uh, crashing at Supercross. Yeah. Um, Ankle's still a little sore. Definitely sprained my ankle. Like, it's not bad. I'm not going to be, I don't need to go to the hospital or anything, but it's a sprain. It'll hurt for a couple days. And you'll see. <laughs> you will see. Yeah, video coming soon once we figure out the reels. And who knows, by the time you listen to this, you may have seen the video already. Yeah. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us. This is one of our longer My Day Friday podcasts in recent history. 40 minutes or so. Oh, damn. We got to go. Well, we got to get out of here. I've got to hit the gym. Then I'm going to watch St. Peter's take on Purdue in Philly. Oh, wow. Yeah, so this is like as close to a home game as St. Peter's is going to get. That's cool. So hopefully a lot of New Jersey faithful are traveling across the water and going to check out Probably the only not. school left. Yeah. No, I think there will be. I think. It's tough because St. Peter's doesn't have, like, a big right. student body. So even if they took every single student from St. Peter's, that's 2,000 people. I wonder if my cousin. Or 2,300 people. Uh, but I think some Seton Hall fans will go. I think some bas- New Jersey basketball fans will go. So St. Peter's taking on Purdue. Hopefully by the time you hear this, St. Peter's has notched another win for Shaheen Holloway, former Seton Hall Pirate. And then it's over to see Joe Gatto. Okay. We got to go. You need some pre-workout in your life. I'm so hyper-focused. Okay, hit the end button. Goodbye. You look great.